Hey guys, what is going on? Today is part three of our period talk. Part one, we went over our menstrual cycle. Part two, we went into symptoms and the why behind it, talking about specific hormones. And today we're gonna talk about natural ways to help ourselves, to help our body heal and to eventually balance out those hormones or help them function better in a more balanced way. But before we get into it, don't forget to give this video a like. Please give me some feedback, comments, any questions. If you have worked with the swaps that I'm about to talk about, um, please give a testimony below. This helps me out so much and it helps other ladies take that next step and inspire them as well. Because the things we talk about in here year round and the things that I really do try to guide you guys with as educational tools work. And these are things we're going to go over here today. I'm going to start with things we commonly talk about and then more specific things as we dive in. So it's going to be very, very beneficial. And so I want you to remember, like Dr. Derek and I were talking about before I got on here, we are the captains of our ship. We can either guide it to sink or we can guide it to swim, right? Stay afloat. That's what we are for our body. Our body is our vessel and we are the captains of that. We have control of our insides, we just have to be our own advocate for our health and know that the healing does take time. And we do not have to experience these PMS symptoms and we do not have to be on, put on birth control to control these PMS symptoms. We can in fact help ourselves naturally. But again, it does take time and I do always recommend talking with your physician as well. Okay, so let's dive into the first one that we do talk about a lot, which is healthy movement. Now, I know we want to work out super hard. We want to always do high intensity. We want to run the hardest. We want to lift the heaviest because we just want to hit it hard. And that is great. Healthy movement is great. Moving our body is amazing. But if we are always going high intensity, that can actually create high stress levels. That cortisol hormone can kind of skyrocket there. And as we talked about in previous uh, talks here, that it's going to take away from progesterone. So you can see how high intense workouts without proper recovery can really place that uh, high stress on our body. So it's really who of us to do high intensity, low to moderate intensity, rest days and active rest days. So things like stretching, mobility, yoga, Mobility flows that we have in the membership are placed there on purpose for us to balance out our bodies and our hormones through that movement, okay? So we want to be self-aware of how much of high intensity are we getting, moderate to low, and then active rest days, um, and then how are we recovering right after our workouts, and then across the day, uh, how are we nourishing our body, which I'm going to jump into right now. So the next thing is nutrition. Something we talk about all the time is real whole foods. Now people, especially with Picos, okay, we're going to want to really stabilize that blood sugar. Uh, so the most beneficial way to do so is protein and healthy fats. With this, we're going to help stabilize that blood sugar in general and is going to be in, in general eating protein, um, healthy fats and then low glycemic carbohydrates in general is going to be beneficial for our blood sugar. So what that means is why, why do we recommend eating smaller meals across the day? 
that are macronutrient dense or balanced is because we are stabilizing that blood sugar. We're not dropping our blood sugar down low, we're not spiking it up then and dropping it down low, which is going to eventually create an insulin problem, which is a lot of times what we do do in this culture is not eat and then eat a lot of food and it's usually high refined processed foods that's going to mess with our blood sugar. So if we can eat healthy proteins and healthy fats, that's going to be perfect. For animal proteins, they're very important. We're going to get down into um, adaptogens, vitamins, and minerals. Uh, animal proteins are very dense in micronutrients, vitamins, minerals, amino acids, um, and what we want to go for is the quality of meats. So we want to go for grass-fed meats and not conventional processed meats. The reason being is because these grass-fed meats are going to have healthy fats, they're going to be more micronutrient dense, and that's really going to affect our body's inflammatory response. And then of course getting in more vitamins and minerals is going to help that hormonal function. So a lot of times we do eat processed meats, we eat a lot of sausage, we eat a lot of um, bacon, uh, we eat you know a lot of deli meats. What we want to reach for is going to be more grass-fed meats when we can. So if we can start you know dwindling down you know and taking the steps to more grass-fed high-quality meats, that would be great for on a micronutrient standpoint and the kind of fats that we're getting into our diet. Okay, so next up with the nutrition, what kind of vegetables can we focus on? Well, there's a group of vegetables called seriferous veggies. It's really fun to say, seriferous, say it. <laughs> um, with this, what are those kind of vegetables? We have cabbage. So in our membership, we have the Asian bowl that has cabbage in it. Uh, kale, Brussels sprouts, and one of my favorites are bro broccoli sprouts, which I like to top on top of my salads. Um, and they don't really have much flavor, but they have totally so many benefits to support our estrogen metabolism. So that and then green leafy vegetables are so great to support our estrogen metabolism. So those are things that we can kind of swap into our, you know, omelets if we have put some kale in there. Um, Brussels sprouts are super tasty. If that's your kind of thing, we got a breakfast Brussels sprout recipe in our membership as well. So we do incorporate these foods into our recipes that are also macronutrient balanced. So you guys know we're, we got you. We're trying to put in these kind of foods to help our hormones out. So that's why we always say real whole foods first because they are going to have so many benefits for our body on the inside as well as on the outside, okay? So next up, we have our adaptogens, our um, herbs, on the vitamins and minerals. Okay, so what I'm gonna go over, I'm just gonna go over a handful because there are so many, but I'm just gonna go over a handful, okay? So the first one I'm gonna chat about is DIM, and DIM supports estrogen balance. So it balances out the estrogen um, hormone and can help people menopause, picos, acne, weight loss, skin. If you don't even fall into menopause, picos, any of those things, uh, it can still, if you're a female, it can help you. It can help with that estrogen balance. And next up, number two, we got chasberry. Chasberry um, is going to help reduce PMS symptoms. So this comes from a um, tree, chast tree berry is another uh, way you'll, you may see this. And so this helps with PMS symptoms, which is awesome. Um, green tea is a great one and in a lot of our supplementation that I'm going to go over. 
and you can also drink green tea. B6, B12, folate. Those things are in um, red meat, also in the supplement goddess, which I'm taking right now, and then also in microfactor C. So goddess does help with hormones as well. Um, last but not least, I just want to go over is maca root. Maca root um, helps estrogen again. So with a lot of these things that I just went over, you can find this also in Harmony. So I'm cycling this in with uh, my Goddess and my thyroid drive that I'm taking right now. Um, the Harmony, though, if you are dealing with um, hormonal things, this is a great add-in along with some uh, Microfactor and then OptiGreens 50. Those are things that I cycle in foundationally that I take every day. Um, and the reason being, which I'm going to go over here, I'm skipping ahead. That's what I like to do. So the Harmony is one that's, you know, any kind of hormonal things you may have going on um, as far as uh, endometriosis, PCOS, uh, menopause, perimenopause, um, just bad PMS symptoms, that ac hormonal acne, those kind of things. Harmony is great for that. Of course, you can always send that, uh, the ingredients list to your doctor if you need them to check that out as well. Now, next up. Something that we um, should always be self-aware of is working on our gut and our liver because our liver um, metabolizes hormones and then also regulates levels of hormones and then it's going to excrete hormones. So our liver is a natural detoxifier and then our gut helps poop it out or we pee out the things we don't need. So for example, we poop out our estrogen. That's why it's really important to have normal bowel movements because our liver metabolizes extra estrogen and then our, our gut gets rid of that. So working on our liver health, so there's a liver detox supplement that I recommend, and then always working on our gut health is very huge and important to work on. So gut supplements that I recommend are going to be the um, GI Advantage, OptiGreens 50, and Digestive Enzymes. Now, with these things, though, we have to work on the food that I went over first. That's why I went over it first. If you're eating poorly, drinking high amounts of alcohol, drinking high amounts of caffeine, eating fast food, drinking pop, doing all these bad behaviors up top or behaviors that don't align with our goals and health, if you're doing all those things, the supplements are going to have a hard time really showing the benefits. They're going to help, but they're not going to fully help because you're still the food is still hindering your body's healing process, okay? So it all comes together as an integrative approach in that fact, okay? So I just want you guys to always keep that in mind. But supplements, inside the supplements, when you take good supplements, there's a, a blend of herbs, vitamins, and minerals to help things that they're supposed to help, okay? And that's why I recommend the supplements and I take the supplements that I do because they align with that. Okay, so last but not least, we are going to go over something that is very hard um, to do a complete overhaul and definitely takes steps. So environmental stressors or xenostrogens, okay? These kind of go together. So think about what's in your environment, what do you breathe in? What do you put on your skin? Um, what do you use to clean your house, your mirrors, things like that? These are more than likely going to have xenostrogens or environmental and or environmental stressors in there. So 
they're, I just named them products, cleaners, makeup, skincare, lotions, sunscreen. These things are endocrine disrupting chemicals. And by endocrine, endocrine, our endocrine system are glands um, that and organs that are going to produce hormones and regulate our hormones. So if we have endocrine disrupting chemicals, these chemicals are disrupting our endocrine system, which is hindering our hormones from functioning. Okay, they mimic natural hormones, but are not beneficial. They mimic natural hormones. They mock our hormone function, but do not do the justice of helping our hormone or helping our body out. That is scary. And on average, there has been studies that have shown 500 chemical exposures for an average person. Oh my goodness. So you can see what happens is our body it builds up over time, like our food, lack of movement, and then these environmental stressors build up. Our body reach, reaches a tipping point. Our body starts expressing these symptoms. We start to feel them. We don't know what to do. We typically get put on medication. It's a domino effect. So now we need to reverse that domino effect, bring it back so we can swim, right? We're the captains of our ship. Okay, so two examples I just wanted to give. BPA, you guys might be familiar with that. It's in plastic. It's related to cancer, breast cancer. Um, so you've, you can see BPA plastic free things. They're also in receipts, which I didn't really, I don't think I knew that. I knew canned foods and then food packaging. So if you eat a lot of canned foods, be self-aware of that BPA, which is an environmental zonogen. So be aware of that. Last but not least, I just want to touch on phytates. If you've ever heard of that word before, I make a big deal about fragrances nowadays because it is in everything and it is full of phytates typically. It's an undisclosed word that we don't know what's in that fragrance, but studies have shown that phytates are in that and that's, that's good. So perfume, air fresheners, um, candles, you name it. So, um, Another big thing, personal care products, and then plastic toys. So you guys know I have been swapping out my skincare things and also just like my home cleaners. So I've been using Beauty Counter, which I can help find what's best for you with switching out my skincare. And then also I have some other options if you guys would like to check that out. So that is the final part three talk. Let me know what questions you have. This was loaded with so many goodies. I plan to make a guide here soon for you guys. Take care. Love you guys so much. We'll talk to you later.